We have an interesting show for you today. We're going to be talking about um, a bit of education stuff, um, educating uh, some of people who may not know what authoritarianism is. Um, of course, you know that Donald Trump did win the, um, the uh, whatever you call that thing in Ohio, whatever. I don't even care to know. But he won by, I think, 51%. DeSantos came in a distant second with 21%, and Nikki Haley, uh, I call her Picky Haley, she came in with 19-something percent. So, um... Welcome to Soul Food and Lemonade. Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Soul Food and Lemonade. Soul Food is the information that we give to you. Lemonade is what you choose to extract from the information. Well, it's another day, another brand new show, and uh, we're going to try to do this show at least once per week going forward. I know I have been on a long hiatus. Well, I'm back, and we're going to make the best of uh, our time here doing the show and making sure that they get to you on time. All right, so um, yesterday I was home for MLK Day and I was surfing the internet and I came across this TikTok video where this, um, this girl pretty much faked her eviction just so that she could get rid of her boyfriend because he had a job and he quit his job so that he could stay home and play PS, um, PS5. And I guess she was just sick and tired of it, don't know how long they've been in this relationship, but apparently she just reached that point where she had to like devise a plan to get rid of this dude. Let's just play the clip. Can't believe this man really quit his job to stay home and play the PS5 all day. When I woke up this morning, I just knew I had to stand on business. I was thinking long and hard all night, like what could I really do to make him feel so uncomfortable that he just get up and leave? I wanted him to believe that I really gave away my apartment, so I started by clearing out the refrigerator and the freezer. I gave all these meats to my homegirl, and then whatever we didn't use in the refrigerator, I went ahead and threw it out. I also had a plan to get the lights temporarily cut off, but my apartment complex did let me know that I wasn't able to do that because then that would be a breach in my lease, which I didn't want to start any conflict with that. This green bowl was some salmon, and if y'all know Nard, y'all know he loves salmon, so his feelings were so hurt when he opened the refrigerator and didn't see that salmon in there anymore. Once I cleaned out the refrigerator, I went ahead to the dumpster and threw out everything that we no longer needed. I went over to Walmart to get some locks to change the locks, but I didn't even have to change them because we ended up having a conversation and he just packed his stuff and left. All right, so <laughs> that was so funny in my opinion. You know what? Did you guys think that she did the right thing? She does not come across as being very confrontational to me or one of those black girls that will um, argue and fight and you know make a scene. That's just me though, she don't come across as that type. So I guess after putting up with this guy for a while, she became sick and tired of being sick and tired. She probably just didn't want to confront him, didn't want an argument with him. And so she devised this plan to pretty much fake her eviction just that she could get rid of this dude. Did she do the right thing? 
My opinion is that she did, okay? The last thing you want is a grown man quit, make the decision to quit his job just so that he could stay home, eat, and play PS5. Doesn't make sense. But unfortunately, that is a trend nowadays. Guys don't want to work. They don't want their hands to get dirty. They don't want a job. Or they complain that, oh, I'm not going to be slaving for the man, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, they're broke. Or they may be relying and depending on this woman to take care of them. So I commend her for what she did. Get rid of his behind by any means necessary. And that was very clever of you, young lady. I commend you on that. Well, I just hope that you don't take his sorry behind back. Because you know what? Sometimes that happens. But um, hope you'll do a follow-up video. Let us know if he tried to come back or whatever. I doubt he would come back after that because by now, I'm sure he must have seen the video. Okay? I think he see the video by now. Yeah. Anyway, we have an interesting show for you today. We're going to be talking about um, a bit of education stuff, um, educating uh, some of people who may not know what authoritarianism is. Um, of course, you know that Donald Trump did win the, um, the uh, whatever you call that thing in Ohio. Whatever. I don't even care to know. But he won by, I think, 51%. DeSantos came in a distant second with 21%. And Nikki Haley, uh, I call her Picky Haley, she came in with 19-something percent. So, um, but Nikki Haley is saying that she will not go on the debate stage unless Donald Trump is there because in the end, that's who she wants to debate. He's the guy who is in the top lead. She don't really care about the center. She wants to debate um, Donald Trump and rightfully so. I'm no fan of Nikki Haley. I know she wasn't going to come out on top. I just know it because this country... I don't think we'll ever be ready for a female, much less a female of color, as their president. Um, if Hillary didn't get in, God knows I don't think anyone else would have gotten in. Anyway, enough of that. But um, I, I can't help but to think how the laws in this country operate. You know, every country needs laws. And sometimes we look at these laws and some of these laws for lack of a better term, are dumb and stupid because in a true democracy, Donald Trump would have been in jail already. They would have found some ways around the law to lock his behind up because the insurrection was caused by him. He was the architect of the insurrection, plain and simple. I don't care who don't agree with me, that's fine. We don't, we can agree to disagree. But based on that, uh, along with so many other things that he's done, he's lied throughout his entire presidency. He's profited from the presidency. So many other stuff. He deserves to be behind bars. That's just my humble opinion. Um, but having said that, in the next election, I don't even know if I'm voting, to be honest with you. Um, and it's not due to Joe Biden's age, even though I think he's too old to run the country for another four years. Um, 
we see that his cognitive um, wires are being crossed from time to time. Um, that's a sign for him to step down. Why he won't step down is beyond me. And um, I think he feels that he's the only one capable of beating Donald Trump. Why that may have been the case the first time may not necessarily be the case the second time because I'm sure Trump is scheming. He's always scheming. We know how this may turn out. We're hoping that he does not win another term. But if he does, guess what? The powers that be would have allowed it. Yeah. Because both sides, to me, both sides are one and the same. They're one and the same. One just play the game a little bit different from the other side. But um, we will see. We'll see how this turned out. We'll see how the um, Supreme Court deal with certain things. We'll see how the Constitution and whatever laws deal with it. We'll just see. We'll wait and see. One thing I know is that if he becomes president again, adios, I am out. Yeah, I am out. Anyway, enough of that. Um, in this country, I do not think there is a concerted effort on the Democratic Party to explain to people exactly what authoritarian really means and what it means to have an, an authoritarian government in place here in the United States. We know that there are a few of them around the world, but imagine whatever we call democracy, which isn't a democracy, but we still call it a democracy. Let's, for conversation's sake, say it is a democracy. We are on the verge of losing that if this guy gets back in the White House. We know his mindset. We know all of that. But also, Biden has done a lot for the economy since he's been in office, since he uh, claimed, reclaimed the White House from the Trump administration. But the problem is this. The Democrats are not touting their achievements. They're not going after Donald like they should. They're hoping that enough people will hate him to the point where they vote against him. And I will not bet on that. I definitely will not bet on that. You know why? Majority of Americans a vast amount of Americans, maybe, maybe not the majority, but a vast amount of Americans are living beneath their means. They can't afford to live comfortably. And people who have experienced these kind of situations tend to want a leader that seems to be strong, one that talks good talks, even if he doesn't walk a good walk. And unfortunately, that is what they see in Donald Trump. Still don't know what Trump has done in the last four years that he was president, but apparently he talks, he talk a good talk, and they love that. And this is why he is still on top 
in the primaries. This is why he may still be on top come 2024. This is why there may be a strong possibility that he may get back into the White House because a lot of people aren't living the American dream, unfortunately. And as good of a job as Joe Biden may be doing, it's not enough to sway the MAGA people or the MAGA whatever you want to call them. It's not enough to sway them, to sway those votes. So um, the Biden administration have to determine, they have to determine how, when, where, if, why they're going to deal with this situation. They have to figure it out because Bidenomics is not enough. But as I said before, I don't even think that I'm going to be voting in the next election. I will not ever vote Republican. I said it. And I don't think I'm going to vote in this next election because of the Palestine, Israel, Gaza situation. Those people are going hungry. America fund Israel. What have they done for the Palestinians? Anyone? Can someone tell me? And it seems as if now we don't even talk about them anymore. Here in New York City, there are still some demonstrations taking place, but it's not enough. It's not enough to demonstrate. People are starving. People are homeless. People have no roofs over their heads. Yet we are stockpiling military supplies, shipping it over there, taking our tax dollars, wasting it for senseless war. That's reason enough for me not to vote because every dollar that you take from me affect me in taxes. Every single penny that you take from me affect me in taxes. And if this was the Trump administration do, that did that, I would have felt the same way. Okay? It has nothing to do with Democrat or Republican. This is an American thing where we stock up billions of dollars in war supplies so that we can go and assist other countries in fighting their war. While here in this country, people are dying of hunger, homelessness, starvation, you name it. I'm at a point in my life where I cannot support that. And I will not support it. So, um, having said that, as far as I'm concerned, it is what it is for me. I am not voting. The only way I probably will vote is if Michelle Obama declare that she's running for president. Yes, I said it. I probably will vote for her. But her policies have got to be good. Those policies have to be better than what we have now, both better than the Democrats and better than the Republican policies, even though she's a Democrat. So they have to figure that part out. Anyway, let's explain some facts about our authoritarianism or, or authoritarian government control because I don't think that um, a lot of people 
do not quite understand what this means because they're not reading, they're not delving into it. I mean, there's YouTube, there's Google, there's so many resources out there. There's a library, but people are not utilizing these things in order to educate themselves. So this is why, unfortunately, they will fall for anything that's presented to them right now. Authoritarian government control refers to a system of governance in which power is concentrated in the hands of a single leader or a small group of individuals who exercise absolute authority over the state and its citizens. Here are some important facts about authoritarian government control. Number one, fact number one, autocratic rule. In an authoritarian government, the ruler or ruling group has unchecked power and authority. That means they can do whatever they want because there's nobody to check them to say, okay, this is wrong or this is right. They can do whatever they want, whenever they want. They make all major decisions and control all aspects of, government, of governance without any meaningful checks or balances. Point number two, lack of political pluralism. Authoritarian governments often suppress or eliminate political oppositions. They can suppress them or they can wipe them out, AKA kill them. Dissidents and independent media. So they don't like the media. Of course, we are seeing signs of that. Everything is the media's fault. They don't like the media. So they will kill journalists they will kill their oppositions, any, any dissident, they'll kill it, and they'll get rid of the, of the media. They restrict freedom of speech, assembly, and association, limiting the ability of citizens to express their views or participate in the political process. Point number three, centralized power. Authoritarian governments centralized power and decision-making in the hands of the ruling elite. They may control key institutions such as the military, the police, the judiciary, and the bureaucracy, ensuring their loyalty and suppressing any potential challenges to their authority. Think about it, folks. Is that what you want? The choice is yours. The decision is yours to make. Point number four, limit civil liberties. Citizens in an authoritarian regime often have limited civil, uh, civil liberties and human rights. Freedom of expression, press freedom, and individual autonomy are frequently curtailed. Critics of the government may face censorship, surveillance, harassment, or even imprisonment. Point number five, lack of accountability. Authoritarian governments typically lack transparency and accountability as the ruling elite is not held to the same standard as in a democratic system. Corruption and abuse of power are common with little recourse for the citizens to hold the government accountable. Point number six, 
economic control. Authoritarian governments may exercise significant control over the economy, often favoring the state-owned enterprises or cronies of the ruling elite. This can result in limited economic freedoms and hinder innovation and entrepreneurship. Oh God, can't even pronounce my word. Anyway, you guys understand what I'm saying. Point number seven, propaganda and state-controlled media. Authoritarian governments often manipulate information and use state-controlled media to shape public opinion and maintain their grip on power. They may disseminate propaganda to control the narrative and suppress dissenting voices. Point number eight, suppression of civil society. Authoritarian governments tend to, uh, tend to restrict the activities of civil society organizations such as non-governmental organizations, NGOs, labor unions, and advocacy groups. This limits citizens' ability to organize, mobilize, and advocate for their rights and interests. Point number nine limited political stability. While authoritarian regimes may appear stable on the surface, they can be vulnerable to sudden changes and instability. Without mechanism for peaceful transfer of power or a robust rule of law, succession crisis, succession crisis or power struggle can lead to political upheaval and instability. Point number 10, potential for human rights abuses. Due to the concentration of power and lack of accountability, authoritarian governments are more prone to human rights abuses. This can include arbitrarily arresting people, torturing them, persecuting uh, persecution of minors or minorities, and suppression of dissenting voices. Finally, it is important to note that these facts are generalizations and the specific characteristics and practice of authoritarian governments can vary across different countries and contexts. So, having stated that, folks, I would advise every single person in this, every single citizen in this country who is capable of reading who understand the English language, and even if you're Spanish, you can read it, whatever language, you can read it up with. Understand what an authoritarian government really is. And let us know if you've seen signs of this going on right now. Not from the Biden administration, but from the, the losing party. You see all these congressmen men are acting. You see the lies. You've seen all the lies they tell. You've seen all the corruption and why display. Let me say, both sides are corrupt. But so both sides do not do what the other side does. The extreme is being done by the Republican Party, unfortunately. And then... The Democrats are dragged into it because 
They have to try to work around it, I guess. Will they succeed? That's yet to be seen. How far can they go? How far will the other side go? And what will they do in order to reclaim the government? That's yet to be seen as well. Is that the kind of regime that you would like to see in these United States where your freedoms are curtailed, are taken away, where the opposition is imprisoned? Trump already told you what is some of what he's going to do when he get back in the office, if he gets back in there. He already told you what he's going to do. You see how he behaves on a daily basis. That's not normal human behavior. It's not. And why some accept it, especially these white evangelical Christians, quote-unquote, because they think he's strong. They think he's God reincarnate. They think he's the second coming of the Messiah. Where? Not too many people may be watching this, but I believe that if the Republicans get into office in 2024, democracy as we know it in America is done. It's done. And how I see it, both sides are playing into that. Both sides, it seemed to me, wanted to happen because the Democrats certainly not fighting like hell they're not opposing Trump like hell. And I think some of them will be happy if he gets back in the office. Because not everything that walks like a duck is a duck. Not everything that quacks like a duck is a duck. I think that there are some on the Democratic side who wish they were on the Republican side. I don't necessarily know if there's any on the Republican side who wish that they were on the Democratic side. Munchin and Cinema. Well, I guess Cinema. I guess she's somewhere else now. But I think they want to be Republicans. They're not. Not They're not real, true Democrats. But God forbid this guy get back into office, we are in for a rude awakening. A very, very, very rude awakening. So if you guys don't have a passport, get one. Because you may have to flee this country. And I'm being dead serious about that when I say it. A lot of you, even some of you MAGA people who want it so badly, some of you would have to flee also. This is not a time to joke. These are, these are serious times with serious consequences on the line. You see what I'm saying? Very serious consequences. So we all have to think. A lot of you may not agree with me, but hey, only time will tell. Only time will tell. And I'm going to continue to give you some facts on authoritarian governments. 
This is just the beginning of this. But I'm coming back with more. Oh, my two-star democratic politicians, well, three, Ocasio-Cortez, Jasmine Crockett, and Katie Porter, love them. But Jasmine Crockett, Jasmine Crockett, she's been a firecracker. <laughs> Crockett, Crocker, yeah, she's been a firecracker. And I just love her because she makes sense every time. She just drop, she just tell it like it is every time. Every single time she tells it like it is. And um, we have to commend her. Yeah, Jasmine Crockett always comes with facts. And listen, I love the way she, um, I love the way that she conducts herself in conference. She's no nonsense. She tells it like it is, just like Katie Porter, just like Ocasio Cortez. But she is more forceful than they. You see what I'm saying? She is a true, real black woman, if you may. Intelligent also. And um, I believe she's what, 39, 40, something like that. But she is really making a name for herself. And um, she is to be commended for the job that she's doing because everyone wants to get intellectual and, you know, straight when they're making certain points. She's just dropping those points like moms and making sense every time. So she's to be commended for that. Anyway, friends, um, I guess on our next show, we're going to... Um, you know, play you some Katie Porter clips because she's another one that I love also because she always comes with uh, numbers and she does her research just like Jasmine Crockett, just like Ocasio-Cortez. They do their research and they come with facts every time. Anyway, family, I'm going to go now. Thanks for watching this episode of Soul Food and Lemonade. I hope that you will keep coming back. Um, we may not agree on everything, and we may not see eye to eye. You may not agree with some of the things that I say. But what I would urge you guys to do is educate yourself, really educate yourself on the things that you may lose quite possibly if that other guy get back in the White House. If he gets back in the White House, start thinking now of the things that you may lose. Because we know he's a narcissist. He's about people with money. And he's going to keep taking from us. Give it to his rich cronies. And Americans are going to suffer. And if you end up suffering, it's because you... Well, we all suffer on a daily basis. But if you end up suffering gravely, it's because we make a grave decision, one that can possibly cause us to lose our lives. Think about it. Think about it. I'm talking to these Republicans who hold this guy up on a pedestal as if he's, as if he's Jesus Christ. Think about the choices or the decisions seriously before you make them. And yes, you still have time to do so. 
Listen to everything this guy says. Listen to every word that he speaks. And don't you dare think that he is joking or he's speaking in jest. If it quacks and walks like a duck, it is a duck. Donald Duck. Thanks for watching Soul Food and Lemonade. I'll see you back here next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Soul Food and Lemonade. Be sure to visit our website at anchor.fm forward slash soul food and lemonade where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, to name a few, or via RSS so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we appreciate a rating and a comment on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about us, that will help as well. Please make a donation to sustain future episodes.